Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my friends. <laughs> Welcome to a brand new episode of GDP Radio Live right here at GDPRadio.com. My name is Mike Mullins, and I am broadcasting live from the GDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. And here's the deal. I usually take the elevator all the way to the top floor. But today, I'm going to go down into the depths of the garage here at the DDP Radio Megaplex, and I'm going to take the DDP Radio rocket-fueled car and blast it all the way up to Connecticut, all the way up to I-84, and then up, and then get stuck in traffic for two hours. But then I climb to the roof, and then I shoot a laser beam on top of the cloud, on top of the cloud, on top of the mountain, on top of Mount Ontario, and that cloud rains steamy, hot rain, and it melts a pile in the snow, and in that snow is Crystal Stewart radiating her light, shooting it back down to the DDP Radio Megaplex, swinging by I-84 to pick up Cat on the way, and here we are broadcasting live for the DDP Radio show at ddpradio.com, and we have a very special, fun show tonight, and as I mentioned, uh, I'd like to introduce right now my co-host for tonight. Uh, if you guys have been around the DDP Radio Megaplex, uh, or DDP Radio, or DDPY at all, you know her, uh, Kat Arnett. Uh, she is one of the most positive, powerful, popular people on this platform. There's a lot of popular peas around here. Um, so without any further ado, Kat, hello. Mike, how are you? Uh, ridiculous as usual. How are you? Absolutely. Well, I'm just thrilled to be here. Thrilled to, oh. you know, just great. Great to be on the, at the Megaplex, you know? <laughs> well, we we, uh, we kind of mentioned it on social media. We mentioned it last week. But uh, you call, uh, messaged me a, uh, a couple weeks ago, a month ago, and said, you know what, Crystal works so hard around here. She, she's been awesome on the show, and we haven't really had a chance to tell her story on the show. And so I said, that's a great idea. And I said, we should do that, and you should come on, and we should turn the tables on Crystal and make her the butt of the uh, investigation that is every episode of DDPY, you know, digging into why she got here and how she got here. For some people who have been on the show a while, uh, listening, don't really know the full story. And we set up a date, and it just happened to be the day before she goes in for a pretty big surgery. So uh, although stressful and probably, uh, you know, it worries some shit probably going to be up late tonight. We thought, what better way to send her to surgery with distracting 
her with all of our nonsense and, and fun. And we're going to have a, a Crystal Stewart appreciation episode tonight, uh, which I guess is no better time to introduce <laughs> our guest tonight, no longer our co-host for tonight only, the one and the only Crystal Stewart. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Wow. Does it ever feel weird to be on this side of the fence? Just Wow. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, wow. This is strange. Well, you know, we're we're going to get into a lot tonight, and uh, we're going to, you know, have a lot of uh, ground to cover, and we're excited to uh, to talk to you, and uh, we're all wishing you the best. I know you got a big surgery coming up tomorrow, and I know you're stressed, and I know how you are, and I know you are worried, but we're going to have some fun tonight and send you into surgery with a in a good, positive place. But without any further ado... We always have to ask that first question. What is the Crystal Stewart origin story? What got you to take that first jump and join us here in DDPY all those years ago? Okay, so, wow. I mean, to rewind this story, it's going to take a little bit. But um, so when I first came across DDP yoga, I... Shenanigans. <laughs> it's going to be shenanigans the entire episode. <laughs> um, that was good. So yeah. To answer the question that I was, um, I was doing a whole lot of working out. And I was doing kickboxing and mixed martial arts and weights and all kinds of stuff. And I wasn't feeling very well. So for MS, um, I decided that perhaps maybe doing some of the hardcore things I was doing probably wasn't good for me. So I was looking for something that was little to no impact. That was really important. And to make a long story short, I came across DDP yoga. Do you remember how you found it? Hmm. I believe it was online because mm. everything was online. So I believe I came across it through mm-hmm. a search. And I've always known who Dallas was. Um, mm-hmm. There was sometimes in my personal life that, you know, I always thought that, you know, going to be the person that comes and saves me and takes me away from everything I was going through at the time. So it's kind of ironic how things have worked out. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was an online search. And then I started doing homework, and it just kind of progressed from there. That's amazing. Now, yeah. uh, first of all, I'd like to apologize. I, j- I accidentally rolled over on top of my console here, and I closed out of everything, and I think I hit something. I apologize. That was not on purpose, I promise. I promise it wasn't. It, was, it wasn't the right time to do so, and I, and I, I sat on like this and hit like a bunch of buttons at once. But uh, sorry about that. But, Crystal, 
Um, yeah. You know, when you first got uh, started with DDPY, you know, it, it was a different world because I know you were around when I first was was coming in, and yeah. you know, Robert and myself and Dave Orth. Like there was so like, I remember someone making an announcement that the DDPY Team DDPY site hit 500 people, and that was like a huge deal. Oh, wow. And I know where we're at today, and seeing how things have grown and escalated, you know, and, and you're still being here and you've had your ups and downs for sure. As of all of as you know, we all have, but what is it that keeps you, you know, involved besides, you know, working for the company and stuff? Why do you, you know, what makes you stick around and what is it in this program that you found yourself, you know, this is something I want to dedicate my life to. Honestly, it's the people. I mean, the people keep, they keep bringing me back. And I mean, it's, it's amazing when you find your lane that you just mm. kind of stick with it. And it's, it's a weird feeling to actually have walked, you know, a million miles seemingly by myself to find a place here has been amazing. And I mean, it's the people. And I mean, honestly, I, I love it here. I, I think, you know, I would be hard pressed to say that I've ever loved a job as much as I love this one because it's more than a job. That's amazing. That's your, it's your passion. And I, I felt that when I met you in team DDP yoga before the Facebook group, you know, everybody was like, no, Crystal, you know, do you know Crystal? I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, you you know, your reputation just precedes you. Everybody, you're just beloved by – you have an army behind you of people that just think the world of you and with very good reason because you are just this beacon of light in this community. Oh, I'm going to cry. Um, <laughs> no. I – it's Chad Arnett filling in for Barbara Walters. <laughs> right? It's funny when you don't really realize um, the impact that you have, if you have one at all. So that is <laughs> my goal growing up was I was going to get out of the situation I was in. I was going to find, you know, a really great job, and I was going to have a title. Well, I don't necessarily know if I have a title, but that being said, I'm not so sure if I need one because, you know what, I think the best title I've ever walked away with is friends, and I think that's important. Oh, absolutely. I I just, uh, absolutely, you're all that and more. Absolutely. Thank you. You know, Crystal, I, rem- I remember when we had DDP on the show and he and he came through on, around Christmas and surprised you and telling you he's going to bring you down to the PC for, for a surprise present. And it was such an awesome moment on the show. And I remember you being kind of worried about it because you just hadn't been in that world physically. It's been a lot of, like, online stuff. And you didn't really know how things were going to go. And you walked into that room, and I remember you telling me, you said, I don't know why all these people love me, but I was like, everyone was, like, excited to see me. And I think a lot of times we do underestimate our value in people's life. And it's one of those things with the Internet and, and communicating people online, you don't really see face-to-face the people you're touching. But around here, you, right. you're just such so available for so many people. And when you walked into the PC, I mean, 
they kind of they were like no selling DDP because you walked in the in the PC. It was one of those situations, and and I think that's the true test of a person's you know characters is how other people respond to someone when you walk in your room. And when you first took over when you first took over the show, I remember we were talking about replacement because Robert just had so much on his plate, and Stacy was taking a step back, and Robert's like, you gotta you know you gotta get Crystal on here. I, I Crystal's awesome. She's an amazing person, and for Robert to say that, I know you must have been special because Robert hates everybody. <laughs> But, no. <laughs> but you know I, you have a reputation and you you really just mean a lot to a lot of people and it, it was no more evident than you walked into the pc and i remember you coming back and how much of a, a beaming smile you had on your face and how much of a you know it really did boost your confidence when you realized how many yeah. people you touched from from afar um, it, you know, what a lot of people are not aware of is, so Tiffany and Mike Galen picked me up at, at Hertzfield in Atlanta, and what happened before I even went into the PC, I had the world's biggest anxiety attack, and I started crying, and I didn't know why I was there, and I, <sighs> I kind of went through all the things in my head. Yeah. I I wasn't the person that I once was because MS had kind of taken over. So I was doubting, um, doubting my ability to be there. And when I was flying from Hartsfield back into Toronto, it was cold, by the way. Um, I remember thinking that on that flight, that it, it had been such a life changing trip but that being said, I came up with this thing, and I've said it a, a whole bunch of times on the show that DDPY has never been about the size of your ass. It's about getting your head out of it, and that that has been the most honest thing I had come to realizations with when I walked into the PC. Because <laughs> once I walked into the PC, I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to leave. I was the girl that was terrified to go into the building, but I never wanted to leave Atlanta. I never wanted to leave. That's amazing. Yeah. I I wish I could have been there, but unfortunately, my wife made me show up to my wedding. So <laughs> you know how you know how it is. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, well, no, that's amazing. And, and you know what? You know, Kat, you know, messaged me a little uh, that that weekend and said we really got to do something for Crystal. And and it, I I don't think of these things. I'm so I just don't. I'm so bad at that. That I'm, I wish I was more thoughtful. I'm going to try to work on that. But nothing made more sense to me than that in that moment. You know, on that show right before then, you were talking about how things were stressful for you, and you had a lot going on with your medical stuff, and you, the surgery was impending, but we didn't know what was going on quite yet. Uh, and it is. It's one of those things that, you know, so many people, you know, know you, but we've never had time to, like, go into your, your deal. So when, when you got diagnosed with MS, what, how old were you when that happened? 27. So, you know, 27 years old is, man, you got a whole lot of time left to go. And obviously that must be terrifying to get that kind of news and just, you don't know where it's going. You probably didn't even know a lot about MS at that time. And so you get that diagnosis and what are you feeling? Like, how do you kind of come to grips with that? And how do you kind of sort mm-hmm. out what do I do from here? 
I have a real issue with, and I mean, anybody who knows me personally knows I have a real issue with medical doctors and anything medical, I kind of spin a gear about. I don't like it. The worst possible place I could be is a hospital, which I'm going to tomorrow. Um, And I just, so when they told me that, (laughs) I just looked at them and said, "You're, you're kidding, right? You're kidding. And, I mean, if you knew the backstory, and, I mean, I'm not going to get into a whole lot of it, but I am an abuse survivor, hardcore abuse survivor. I am a cancer survivor. I have had MS. Now I'm (laughs) dealing with this surgery. I, I just, I've always had a lot. So, for someone to tell me now that I'm saddled with something else, it was just kind of like, eh, whatever, you know, I'm not going to believe you just because you have it hanging on the wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm one of those people that is really hard to convince that, you know, so I didn't really believe them. I just kind of went, yeah, whatever, do whatever you got to do. And then just let me go. Like, I got better things to do than sit in this office and woe with me. Because I, I just, I didn't believe them. That had to be such a shock, you know. Uh, I it's, mean, after everything, Kat, that, you know what, after everything, I don't, I can't sit here and say I was shocked. I can't say I was surprised. I was fed up more than anything. I still uh-huh. am fed up. Um, and I am chronically one. If someone tells me not to do something, I go do it anyway. Mm. Rebellious. That that makes it even more surprising, too, because you do have such an an amazing positive outlook, and you are such a beacon of positivity for people, and seeing all the, you know, shit you've gone through, and then, you know, I'll have like the sniffles and complain about it for seven days. And it's like people like you who just keep, you know, coming back and fighting and just being there for somebody yeah. else. And I kind of wonder how that dynamic works, but probably you recognize other people in pain because you've been there and you can empathize yeah. with that yeah. better than somebody else. And I think that's an amazing gift to have. So I have a T-shirt here. I don't know where it is, but I have a T-shirt around here somewhere. And it says, no, I'm not special, but I am an empathetic badass. And that's what mm. it is. Yeah, mm. it, it's just empathy. I can pick it up a million different miles away. And you know what? I just, just because I've been through hell doesn't mean that I'm not going to help you out through yours. I mean, I mm-hmm. kind of just look at myself and kind of go, well, whatever, more, more shit, yay. You know, it, I don't even know if I deal with it effectively anymore. I just kind of just whatever. i got things to do, so I just do it. And that's why you'll always find me around DP. Always, 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 because he's given me the best. So I give him whatever my best is. And he knows that changes because I talk to Dallas periodically. But, you know, he's always been willing to accept me for me. So give him the best of me that I can. Oh, absolutely. 
Beautiful. Yeah, that's what Mike said about you, your positivity. That's something that I just amazes me as well because when I think of you, there's there's qualities that come to mind immediately. Your kindness. Aww. You're one of possibly the kindest person I know. I mean, you know, <laughs> and and the incredible positive willing to help, always there, just great. Just you know, Crystal, there's yeah. something can be said about people and how they make other people feel. And people who you know, you just radiate this quality that you let people know they're special. And that's just something that is really unique. And it's just something that I, when I think of you, that comes right to my mind. I mean, I I look beyond what the crowd may see. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. So whatever, you know, if there's a group of people and they're like, oh, you know, so-and-so, blah, 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 that doesn't fly with me um, mm. because I'm I'm capable, I'm more than capable of making up my own mind and more so um, every person that I know I have an emotional investment with. Mm. And I mean, whether that be small or whether that be grand, um yeah, I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say in a nutshell is it's not in my wheelhouse to half-ass it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I no. just, and you know what? I I don't believe, I don't believe in cruelty. I, I, I just don't. Oh, I know that. You've, you've shown me incredible kindness and you're you're just always so you just I can't I don't know it just you radiate this this light spirit and it's just wow. very powerful you have a very powerful presence you really do Thank you. well you yeah. know as I'm Canadian if we're not nice then you know you get hit <laughs> <laughs> When we were growing up, you weren't nice. You got cuffed. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you, you got chased, chased with hockey sticks. And, and yeah, we weird. did. <laughs> yeah, we so, did. Uh, real quick, I, I was just talking to Garrett right before the show, and I asked him to call in, and he couldn't because he was with Jake at Comic-Con. But he said that him and Jake the Snake send you the best, and Jake thinks you're psychotic for actually owning snakes, which I'm totally on board with that. But Garrett <laughs> sends his love, too. Every time I say I look at one of your snake pictures, and I know that you love them, and they're beautiful pets to you, but every time I see them, I will, no matter where I am, I'll visibly say, oh, hell no. <laughs> no, I am. I, like, I would if one escaped in my house, I'd just light a match and let the thing go up. I'm, I can't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yep. Been there, done that. Bought the t-shirt. You know what the thing is about the snakes? I mean, I think with me, part of it is it's they're misunderstood. Mm. They people walk into a room and they've already made up their mind about whether or not they like them. And mm. I, it you know it it kind of drives me crazy because you know what I what I know now knowing what I know and we have thirty of them in the house, um, 
yeah, you know, they are capable of love and they are capable of being different. I mean, every one of those is different than the following one. But you know what? Here's the thing. They're they're allowed to be snakes here. Mm-hmm. So we don't that, that makes sense. Yeah. Right? We're not we're not gonna try and change they're not puppies. They're snakes. Right. No. Right. Right? And I mean the they're, they're, same they're, thing goes with you, Kat and and Mike. It's not my job to change who you are, but it is my job perhaps to show you who you are. And that is what I try to do for everyone. Because regardless of the situation, everybody has greatness in them, whether you're a human, whether you're a spider, whether you're a snake. It doesn't really oh, that's matter. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you made me feel bad. Thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> no, they're, they're ca- I'm sure they're, they're capable of love and affection, but they're also capable of taking over a plane with Samuel L. Jackson on it. So don't even. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. No, I'm I'm just I'm just goofing. Um, so you know, I I see I actually see a lot of parallels between Cat and uh, and Crystal in the way that you're kind of like you know matriarchal figure in this family in this DDPY family. You're there for a lot of people. A lot of people when Ooh. things get hard, you're a couple of the first two people that a lot of people will oh. run to or turn to or, or reach out for help. And I think that's beautiful. And I think it's so crazy because. You know, the three of us couldn't possibly come from three different walks of life. You know, in in the real world, we would never be put in a situation to be friends. But we all come together here, and we all, you know, get to know each other. And and through Canada, Connecticut, North Carolina, like, we come together. And there are people in this community that I completely – I just adore as much as my friends that I see every day. And I think it's It's such a beautiful part of this program have everyone come here and just and just join together in something under the banner of something like DDPY and a lot of our relationships no longer even completely are defined by DDPY we talk about music, we talk about movies, talk about family, we talk about pets, we talk about snakes and friends, we've developed real relationships that were brought together under this banner and I think that's pretty amazing it is so magical it's, it's it's just an amazing magical community yeah, I agree. And I mean, it's no one's, I think one of the greatest things about the community is um, it's no one's job here to pass judgment on another person. Mm-mm. You might no. like the color orange. I'm not necessarily a color orange kind of person, but you know what? I'm still going to love you regardless if you like orange or you don't like orange, whatever. It makes you never mind to me. It, it, it just, you're here, you're making an effort, and you know what? You deserve to be heard. So that's good enough for me. Yeah, that's the beauty of, of this group, where people can just be who they are and be accepted and be validated. And, you know, I found that when I walked into Mike's workshop up in New Hampshire. And I had no idea what to expect, but 
um, I just completely fell in love with the whole thing and, and the people and just the whole vibe. It was just so authentic. So yeah. I I often uh, reference that story, Kat, because you came out there fresh, fresh as day. You had never done a full DDPY workout, am I right? Right, that's right. I couldn't even get down to, onto the mat, Mike. Well, I mean, you know, I, I I bring that up often because there was a moment like your knees were were pretty banged up at the time. You had some bad knees, and oh the mats God. weren't yeah. weren't was, working great. And GDP kind of like asked asked you, "Are you okay?" And you, you said, "My knees hurt." Yep. And he came over there with yep. more mats and yep. took the time to really he got guide that you. Big padded mat, that thick and yoga yep. doc. Yep, they got the thick padded mat, and Dallas rolled up the towels and put them under my knees, and it, it was just, uh, he made the whole thing possible. And that's a make-or-break moment for you, too, because if someone just dismissed you and just didn't, you know, ignored your, your cries of pain, you probably would have hurt yourself or been hurt the next day. There's a good chance you never come back. But the, the time Let me was tell you, I was so a, far out of my wheelhouse of being so vulnerable. I mean, not that I'm a control freak, you know, but I, in that situation, <laughs> it was it was like, listen, what's the point? Is I need to be here. I need to help, I, and I'm just going to do it. I'm going to walk in and be vulnerable, and I couldn't have been. I, I don't know. I, I just. I just and I felt okay doing so. I felt safe, and that, and I looked at Ava. I looked at my wife. I was like, "What is going on here?" You know, and it and I'm like, "Is this you know the cult of kindness?" You know, I mean, Dave Orth running around just being so sweet, and you know, all these people. I was like blown. I was just blown away. You know, it was incredible. Uh, yeah. And, and I'm just so glad that that led to you. Like, how many years ago is that? You've been around for a while now. Well, that, that was one 2000. Experience. Yeah. Oh, God, I want to say, um, was that that was um, was that twenty? That was 2013, Mike. Yeah, 2013, 20. Yeah, because we've been down here in North Carolina since 15, 14. I don't even remember. Anymore. Yeah. 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 And that's just another, uh, you know. Another example, you know, when you get in that DDPY setting, and first of all, those DDP workouts, you know, the one-on-one workshop workouts, they aren't no joke. They're not, you know, a wake-up, you know, workout. Those are pretty heavy duty. And for you to start off at that point, like, it's, I could, I, I'm going to give you credit where I couldn't do it. I couldn't walk into a building and do that workout in front of everybody. I wouldn't allow myself to be that, like, just to be in that position where I could screw up or fall on my face. I'm just, for some reason, I have too much pride and fake well, pride in myself. Like, I just, you know I what? won't be, put myself I, out there. I had nothing, Mike, I had, I had nothing to lose and everything to gain because I was at ground zero. And and that's how serious I am. I, I was just like, I was in a wreck. And I said, I knew... Because having seen Arthur's video and, you know, his story, I said, if this man can get help, I can get help. And sure enough, I knew I needed it. And I just allowed myself to just be vulnerable and say, hey, whatever it takes, I'm going to do. I'm rolling around here on the floor like, you know, you know, <laughs> just it was ridiculous. But – 
I did it, and I felt great. And then that's the other thing. I'm like, well, hey, I didn't die. I feel good, you know. I mean, <laughs> this could work. And that was the thing. It sparked this ignition in me, and, you know, no pun intended, that I just said, oh, God, this is, this is what's missing. This is what I need. And here we are. And oh, that's, that's, been, that's beautiful. It's crazy to see the journey that all of us have taken to get to this very moment right here. You know, we've all come right. through, through different paths and different journeys, but all of us, it was just a moment. If, if things had gone slightly different, our paths would probably have gone completely different. And I think it's so amazing. I'm so glad to have you, Kat, in my life and, and to have you, Crystal, as my co-host and laughing at all my dumb jokes. And, you know, it's, <laughs> it's so cool. And it feels oh, great to have people in the in your back pocket that you know you can call on if you need something, if you need help, if you need Absolutely. to talk to someone. And it's so beautiful. And, you know, you guys are such a, a great example of the good on the Internet. I've backed off of the Internet and Facebook and social media. I've become so dejected. You know, everyone's so ugly to each other, and it's just so hard, and I just I can't do it anymore. And for some reason, whenever I see something from Crystal or whenever I see something from Cat, you know, you get that, like, spark of, like, yeah, maybe there's some decency out there. You're really, you know, I've been craving some signs of decent humanity in, in people, and, and you got to find it, but it's out there. And I appreciate you it guys bringing there. that to my life. Oh, thank you. But it's absolutely there, and you're part of it, too. I mean, you, gosh, you know, with all the stuff that you do and you just, you know, everything you give this community, uh, you're part of it too, but I know I understand it's very easy to get frustrated and and just really dejected by the whole negativity. It's very toxic, but but those people and in our community, there's so many beacons of light. It's just I just look for the good, and they're all they're, it is there, and and we do find it. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, uh, Crystal, um, so you got yeah. your surgery tomorrow. You got a good recovery time to look forward to. So, what do you, what do you, you know, we talked about it last week, but what are some of your goals on the other side of, you know, surgery and other side of, you know, getting through this? What are some things you want to really try to, you know, put out there and make different in your life or, or work at or what have you? Any kind of goals you want to anchor talk about? So, because of what's going on. I have literally had to stop everything. And I'm growing a little tired of that. So I would really like to get back on the mat again, full throttle. But like I said, um, recoup time, they're saying six to eight weeks. So who knows? Again, me believing a doctor, you know, it's um, one of the hardest pills for me to swallow. So whether or not I do as I'm told is going to be an entirely different thing. Yeah, I understand that. But make sure you do your best to get through it because you don't want to have to go through it again. So do it, do what's right and try to work on it the best you can. I know it's, it's a pain in the ass and I, I can't, I'm not, I don't <laughs> envy you right now. Let's put it that way. I don't, I'm not looking at I'm, I wouldn't want to swap places, but make sure you rehab correctly and do what you got to do because um, this is a means to an end. And if you work at the, all the rehab stuff, hopefully you'll be on the other side of this and be ready to, you know, to raise some hell again. 
like I said, I don't really, I don't have a measuring stick for this because I've pretty much wheeled and dealed and talked my way out of, and again, it's an anxiety thing. So, you know, you bargain with someone to allow you not to do what the thing is that cranks you up. And for me, it's going to a doctor or going to a hospital. I don't like it, so I don't do it. So, you know, it's it's been a re- I don't have anything to gauge this by. I've never been through this. So, you know, I I don't know. I don't know. Ask me in a couple of weeks how I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know. And Canadian Thanksgiving is on Monday. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know how that's going to go, but whatever. Well, focus on you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Listen to your body. Because mm. I, I I spend all my time concentrating on everyone else for a reason. So, mm. right? You don't want to, you get tired mm. of the same old, same old. So you drop that bag and you pick up another one, which, you know, I have a really great job because I'm surrounded by people all the time. Well, you know, you also had the disadvantage of you were completely quarantined throughout this whole pandemic. I mean, I, I can't imagine, like, I'd be full-on Jack Torrance by now, you know, walking up and down the stairs with an axe. But I, I got to give it to you that, like, you know, that's, that's a hard thing to, 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 to go through and to be so isolated. And I know you. I know you. You know, I, you say you're an introvert, but you're a people person, too. You're an introverted people person because you can have conversations with anybody. And I know that must be stifling, you know, stuck in there. Um, it's hard because so <laughs> – pardon my French, but I have, I'm very aware during the pandemic that I have this person in my brain that is called an inner bitch. And boy, oh boy, is she can be really, really nasty sometimes. And I'm finding that um, through this pandemic, just being locked up and left to that, that's what I hear sometimes. So more often than not, um, the days are a little interesting. But, you know, I have a lot of positives to concentrate on, too. So, and I have a mic, and I have a cat, and I have a work, and and that's what I concentrate on. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Kat. Oh, no, 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 no. It's So, Crystal, I have to ask you, the snakes, yeah. how much work, what do you, like, how, I can't even imagine, are they all in one room? Or yeah. how does, what's the setup like? <laughs> it's full. <laughs> So they are in a bedroom that we have converted into a snake room with the door that we can close. So if they happen to get out, they can't squeeze under the door. Um, But, well, I guess a couple of them could. But for the most part, no, the big ones. But, I mean, my daughter has two of the biggest ones in her room. They're hers. Um, Right. Yeah. I mean, they're in bins. 
so they're, you know, yeah, and there's like just shelves and shelves and shelves and shelves of snakes. It's fascinating. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Feeding time is easy. They just uh, the uh, wayward sailors that come ashore, like in in boats, they just they, they throw them into a room and the snakes feed and and uh, and dine on their flesh and you know how it is. Yeah, you know, it doesn't break uh, me out not anymore. I mean, uh, if you just, go into I'm, my freezer, it's an interesting story. People look and go, "What the hell is in your freezer?" And I'm like, "Oh, never mind." That's beautiful. Well, you know, on the other side of this, like I said, you said you want to get back to the PC, you know, next time. And if if you get yep. there, I'll make a point to get down there. I know Garrett's been bugging me, and Paige has been bugging me, and I, every time I have vacation time, I just it's hard for me to get down there. Uh, but I'm I will make a point to get, to down, get there. down there. Yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, that would be so cool. Get your butt down there. Yeah, I have. You know, Garrett came up to stay with me uh, about a month and a half ago, a month ago, and uh, he was all on my ass about getting down there. So I made a whole lot of promises that I got to figure out a way to keep because <laughs> you know we got we got vacation time you know next week and we're going up to meet my new uh, my niece. My brother just had a, had a baby and Katie's best friend and her maid of honor and stuff is about to give birth to her first baby. So we're going up there and. You know, as you get older and your family gets older, when you have vacation time, you try to, like, get and see everybody. But it's hard, uh, you know, to, to plan oh, that sure. stuff out. But so I will definitely make a point. If you get down there, Crystal, I will make it down there to see you. And that's a warning and a promise. Pat, <laughs> <laughs> you're witness to this. Uh, yeah, I am. I am. Uh, well, it's, it's funny. The, the last two times that I was supposed to go down for the summit was they announced it as my wedding week. And the, the, the next time was I was planning on going. And I'm like, guy, I texted Josh and Adam Metter and, and Garrett. And I'm like, guys, I'm not feeling so great. I don't think I want to make it down there. And they gave me so much shit about not coming down. And two days later, I'm in the ICU. In, in the hospital here in Duke University for six days, and I'm like, see, I wasn't making it up. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't making it up. So, let's just say that was an expensive hospital vi- visit to avoid going. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, um, uh, no, it's, it's you know, it, it's it's tough. You know, we're all adults here, and we have, you know, families and friends and stuff, and time gets more precious and more valuable, and you should get older, and I can name all the things I'd like to do, <laughs> you know, all things in the world, but when it comes to time and stuff, it's, it's, it's difficult. And I don't know about you guys, but this pandemic and stuff is, is like, I've spent so much time, uh, you know, indoors and, and isolated with everybody yep. else that it's, it's becoming, I've never wanted to get out of the house more and it's never been harder to get out of the house. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I totally get that. Yep. Yeah. But it's getting cold here. So it's, <laughs> it's getting to a point where, you know, we don't really want to go outside because it's too cold. Again. Mm. No, there we are. Very much so. Um, real quick to pivot for one second, and then we'll do a wrap-up. I real quick wanted to, uh, you know, a friend of the show, Tony Mosier, he's uh, been on the show quite a few times. Yep. He's responsible for bringing Garrett into the DDPY 
you know, family, and uh, he had the memorable cameo in DDP's uh, Pizza Man movie with Frankie Muniz. He was the guy running out of the uh, the porta potty on the construction site. Um, <laughs> which, which I always say, if they make a if they make a an Oscar, uh, the Academy Award for best performance of a man running out of a porta potty at a construction site, Tony Mosier should win every time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I real quick, I just and I know Kat, you're a huge music fan, and Crystal, I know you're a huge music fan. I wanted to tell you guys that I told Tony I'd put out over his Kickstarter. He's got an amazing documentary he's been working on for for two years now. Every night he's tweeting about it while watching Three's Company, doing all that editing and stuff. And it's about the the music scene in Seattle in, in the Tri Cities in, in the 90s, in the 80s, all the way up to today. And he's got some really big acts that he's got involved with it. And they just did a big live show at like a historic venue over there. So kickstarter.com wow. profile, all ages show. I really recommend it. Tony's a really good, amazing filmmaker. Cool. And was stupid enough to put me in one of his movies as, uh, as the uh, creepy news newscaster uh, Tom Cruise with a K. So uh, you guys get a chance to check out that ridiculous as well. But I just wanted to give you guys a heads up because I know Kat – you love music and Chris Lee, you have music and Tony's been on the show and he's awesome. And we're going to find a way to get him on when he gets that uh, launched because it's going to get a wide yep. release. It's a, it's a, it's a big deal and a cool movie. So uh, I just want to give yeah, that cool. plug uh, to Tony. So, but all right, well, we got 15 minutes left. We got a few minutes left to go. And Crystal, I don't think, I hope you know that just because you're the guest doesn't leave you off the hook for a good quote of the week. So um, <laughs> we're expecting one at the end, hopefully still, um, yep. <laughs> but um, real quick, I just wanted to say, um, I know how stressed you are, and just know that everyone here, everyone who listens to this show is behind you, and we believe in you, and we know, we don't expect you to smile through it. It sucks. It's a shitty situation, but we just want you to know you're loved and supported, and there's a lot of people pulling for you, and I can't wait to get the text that you're out of surgery and loop you on medication, and uh, you can uh, text me some ridiculousness, and I can laugh and put it on the air next week and all that fun stuff, but we love you. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> doubt it. <laughs> but... No, all the you best to you. It means, it means so much. I I just don't even know. You know, it's it's weird when you have I don't know how I think of myself is much different apparently than how everyone else sees me. So that's weird. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just me. I try to be a good person, and you know I try to be helpful, and and that's all it is I mean honestly that's all it is I'm nothing special I just work at something a little different than maybe some other people do I don't know I don't know but um I love what I do and I love the people I get to do it with and I mean I think that's I think that's all that you're meant to do that definitely comes through Trust me when I tell you. We Aww. we see we see you, Crystal. We see what what you give and how you feel about you know this whole thing. It's just you put your you put your whole heart into everything. You really do. I try. I try. Yeah. I I always feel that I come up short. And mm. when people aren't around, or you know, people have bailed out of 
you know, the program or whatever. You know, it it's hard not to take it personally. But sure I understand that, yeah, life gets in the way of life sometimes. And sometimes you need to sit down on the sidelines and take a break. And uh-huh. no one understands no one understands that more than I do. I mean, I can't tell you how many times this year I have been completely fed up and, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, I mean, we're all tasked with the ability to try and to keep trying. There's no quit. There is no, no. quit. No, no, no. We don't quit. No. Nope. There's no nope. quitting. Mm-mm. Nope. I'm, well, too legit to quit. <laughs> well, you you had you had some tough times this year, but guess what? Breaking news: you're human. I had tough times. Cat had tough times. And as yep. long as we have each other to lean back on, everything's uh, we can get through anything. We can move forward through Absolutely. anything. And I'm thankful for great friends, great coworkers, great family, all that stuff. And uh, you know what? We're all human. We all have our moments, but that's the perfect time to lean on friends. And I'm here for you guys. And I'm, I know for a fact that you guys are here for me because you've been before. And uh, I've said enough nice and uh, emotional things today. And, and now I feel like I need to make a joke to counteract that or something, but I'm going to leave it there. That's how much I care about you guys. I'm not even going to try to undo it with a, with a joke. So. <laughs> wow. Uh, and, and, and Katie and Katie also is very appreciative because she says that this is the only hour of her week where I just go in my room and shut up and talk to someone else. <laughs> that's that's great katie's always said that you and her should start a like a a a support group for uh you know people (laughs) have to deal with mike mullins the most that's awesome all right well we're wrapping up anything uh anything more we should touch upon kat anything you guys want to get out there or you know chat about or uh just um Really grateful to be here. Love you guys. And uh, I'm just, everything is good. Things are good. I'm, I'm in a good place and just, you know, really grateful for everything good that's going on. And um, just, I don't know, all is well. That's just, that's my, you know, in the no. middle of all this chaos that's going on. Right. You know, right. I just um, I'm grateful to have uh, my job. I'm I'm out. I'm commuting. I'm I'm on the train every day. I mean, it's just life has been um, kind of surreal for us here in this bubble of like, you know, I'm I've been going back and forth to work. I never um, like since I've been back. Oh, I guess it's a year now. September. Well, yeah, it was a year in September. Um, so things are good. It's just, you know, we're just trying to get through everything the best we can, Mike. And, you know, green lights and blue skies, that's my phrase. I just look for everything to be I love it. good. Yep. I love it. And you know what? I, I initially was going to come on the show and be really smug to you and Ava for bragging about all those awesome shows you've been to lately, but I decided for the sake of Crystal, I was going to put aside my animosity and my jealousy for all your awesome <laughs> concerts you've been to. Oh, my God. I and, wish uh, I could have teleported you to the Foo with me. I mean, oh, uh, God. Yeah, well, the Foo. 
we, I got to get up there again soon uh, after October and hopefully next summer. I was hoping to get up there because I missed Pearl Jam at Fenway and all that stuff. I was so bummed. But, um, um, yeah, I, I can't wait to get to a show. And Garrett and I have already have a pact that if we with Bruce Springsteen tours this year, we're coming to meet you. So, Oh, well, we're, we're, that's going to happen. That's going to happen in 22, I'm pretty sure. I, 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 just, I, love I, it. I just have a good feeling about the whole thing. I really do. So it will I, and, and Katie's Katie's never seen Bruce, and, and I, it's a real point no, of contention for me. That. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, we All have right. to fix that immediately. Well, Thanks, guys. No, well, so thank I you for coming you. on. And, and... Oh, just, go ahead. Oh, no. That's okay. I was just gonna just sending love and light to you, and just keep breathing and. You know, we we just it's going to be okay. You you have this army of love behind you. Just so, mm-hmm. just try to keep that in the back of your mind. I love you guys. Uh, and gi- and give our best to Ava. She's amazing. Uh, you're you're oh, lucky. I so will. You guys Thank are make, you. you guys Thank make such you. a cool couple. Oh, and, she's uh, such a love to you guys. Yeah, yeah, even okay. though she took my I spot at the Foo Fighters concert to go with Cassie. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> no, my, my best to you guys. And, Crystal, um, we'll see you on yeah. the other side of this. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen next week. I don't know if we're planning a show or not. We're gonna, it's going to be kind of touch and go. We'll see how things go with you. But we're all here for you. We love you. We support you. We can't hear, uh, wait to hear that you're out of surgery and feeling better. And I don't know of a more deserving person to have their own first ever appreciation episode than crystal so from the ddp radio megaplex thank you for uh for coming on with us and flipping the mic to your side of things and uh taking a, a seat in the chair which is awkward for you and awkward for me but it was necessary and it was amazing thank you thank you so very much i feel incredibly blessed I'm not so scared now. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's good. Oh, um, well, that's... that's perfect. But you're not going to yeah. get off the hook that easily. We're still going to put you to work because we need you to go downstairs <laughs> and and uh, and drag one of your famous quotes from your your dungeon. You know, prisoners yep. down there constantly writing uh, quotes for us for the show. Uh, so, Crystal, let's. Uh, Let's fire up. I'm going to say goodbye now, and I'm going to say goodbye to Kat, and then we're just going to go off of Crystal's uh, quote and farewell. So, Crystal, you handle the outro. Let's hear that quote, and then we'll uh, we'll send it off into the Megaplex, uh, the, the tower on top of the Megaplex, and out into the universe. <laughs> sure. So this week's quote, I don't know who wrote it, but here we go. An old man said, erasers are made for those people who make mistakes. A young child replied, erasers are made for those who are willing to correct their mistakes. Your attitude always matters. Remember that. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Paige. Oh, oh, diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.